guess what day it is. It's Wednesday, it's Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Wednesday. It's Best of Adam's Podcast. That's like the coolest thing I ever heard. Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to Pastor Adam's Podcast. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Pandora or YouTube or wherever you can subscribe to this and you haven't already subscribed, please do that um, because that way you'll get notifications when there's something new and it's easier to go back and catch podcasts that maybe you have missed in the past. Because So for instance, this past week I uh, posted a reel on Facebook and Instagram um, reminding everybody to go back and listen to my Footloose Gospel podcast, which I really liked. I thought it was pretty good. Um, and to be honest, I don't really understand the whole Instagram, Facebook reel marketing thing because I'll do a, a, a reel advertising my podcast and probably average about 300 views, you know, and then out of the blue, one will get 3000 views and I've done nothing different. So I was like, why? I don't get it. And another weird thing about Reels is uh, I've I've done like 10, 15 where I react to other videos, other Reels, and they got way more views, four to 5,000 each, but one got 69,000 with 22,000 likes. And you think that's cool and good because it got all those views, but guess what? It got me exactly zero new followers. So I don't really understand the whole marketing thing. I'm probably wasting my time doing it, but who knows? Anyways... Moving on, the other day I was driving, listening to uh, my favorite Def Leppard album, which is High and Dry. And that's the Def Leppard before all the huge, gigantic hits. Um, what I like about it is its rawness. It sounds like a bunch of dudes playing music and making rock and roll because they they love it and they're passionate about it. Uh, that was their actually their second album um, from 1981, and guess what? I dig it. I dig it a lot. My one critique, however, though, is the guitars, they're very trebly. Um, I'm like, hey, guys, uh, can we use a neck pickup once in a while? Would it kill you? And uh, then I was like, maybe back in the 80s like that, they uh, they got those guitars. They're probably pointy, you know. And they only had one pickup, and that being the bridge pickup. So they couldn't go to the neck. I don't know. But uh, it's, it's pretty tinny. And, and I'm also thinking their amps, their tone section was probably like treble 10, mids 4, 5 at the most, uh, lows 0 with the gain at 10, you know, 9 or 10 at least. And, and then I was on Spotify and I was looking through and I found High and Dry Remastered. I was like, oh, here we go. And after listening to it, worse than the original. Uh, it's like the, the band or whoever was in charge went into the uh, producer and the engineer and was like, Hey, bust out the masters for high and dry. We're remastering it today. And they're like, yes. The engineer's like, you know what? But thinking about it, I have some good ideas on remixing it. And, and, uh, the band or whoever it was were like, yes, we've been thinking about it too. Cause the original seems a little bit too muddy. Uh, can we clean it up a little by uh, taking some lows out and the, the engineer is probably like, okay, Lars, what are we doing? Injustice for all? Uh, but that's what we got, a, a more tinny remastered version. And uh, I just wish I could hear that album with a little bit of lows in the guitar. Would it kill you to give me some lows? That's what I'm asking. But as a musician, 
like that album, Hydra, I tend to gravitate towards the lesser known songs from all my favorite artists, really. Uh, so for instance, if you know me, you know that I love Need to Breathe. And I wouldn't say they have huge, gigantic hits, but they're ones that Need to Breathe fans know. But I gravitate to more like the songs like Abel, Darling, Through Smoke, um, A Place Only You Can Go. Stuff that they never play in concert. And guess what? I've been to a lot of their concerts, and I know they don't play. Maybe they did when they first came out, but they don't anymore. So they would could be called deep cuts. And like I said, with uh, Def Leppard, the High and Dry album, my favorite songs of them are Let It Go, Another Hit and Run. When most people from Def Leppard would like, they would pick Pour Some Sugar On Me, Photograph, Hysteria, Love Bites, Animal... Lots of others because they had massive play on the radio. Big hits from. Here's another weird one ACDC. I love ACDC. My all time favorite ACDC song is Right On, which is like the slowest, most chill, not ACDC song ever. I mean, who saw that coming? Nobody, but it's an awesome song. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Really good. And then I was thinking about this the other day because my wife uses Pandora. And by the way, this all leads to the devotional, so stick with me. Uh, so my wife listens to uses Pandora to listen to music in her car. And by the way, I don't like Pandora at all. I don't I don't think it's easy to navigate and it's just clunky. I, I mean, I like that my podcast is on there, but to me just I'd feel like Pandora kind of sucks. Sorry. Truth truth hurts sometimes. Anyway, Lauren had a channel on and a song came on and she quickly hit the skip button. And I was like, why, why'd you skip that? And she said, because I don't know, because I don't know it. And uh, I was like, well, what if you listened to it and you liked it? But she's not about that life. Uh, I'm about that life. I want to hear new stuff. I'm, I give things a shot. Not her. And I think a lot of people are like that. They look for what they know. So that got me thinking. Does that sort of relate to reading the Bible? Scripture, you know, books of the Bible like that. Do people stick to the big hits of the Bible? So for instance, like the Gospels, Genesis, Exodus, maybe some of the letters that Paul wrote to the churches. You know, I just, I wonder if that's what, I'm going to read Romans again. Or like, you just go to the ones that you know. Um, and that inspired me to go back and read the books that I don't often read or think about all that often, right? So let's make a goal as fellow listeners uh, to read books that we don't necessarily go to on the regular. Let's read some deep cuts of the Bible. See, I told you this music talk was going to go somewhere. It's going to lead us to the devotional. You just have to have patience sometimes with me. So here's the deal. On Monday, I read Obadiah. And before I go any farther, let's do this. Let me challenge you all, everyone who listens to me on this podcast, let's, let, let me challenge you to read the entire book of Obadiah before next week. And now before you're like, oh, I can't commit to reading the whole book of the Bible, and to top it off, it's in the Old Testament? Are you kidding me? And, I, and here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say relax, because it's the shortest book of the Old Testament. It has exactly one chapter in it. I'm pretty sure you can, you know, actually, I'm not pretty sure you can handle it. I know you can handle it. You just got to trust me. And the good thing, or the uh, the interesting thing about uh, if you read Obadiah, though, is 
it'll probably lead you to some investigative work. You'll hear some familiar names from Genesis, which, you know, is one of the greatest hits of the books of the Bible. And after reading Obadiah, you may think, what's God saying to me right here? What, what does this have to do with these people from Genesis? And then you go back and read it, and maybe you look into it. That's, that's what I hope, at least. All right. Let me break into this for a second. Uh, I had some real technical difficulties. My computer shut down. My uh, program that I used to record this said I don't have enough space. I got lots of space. Said to close all the other stuff that I opened. I had nothing else open. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff going on. It took me about 30 minutes to figure out how to continue doing this. Leads me to believe somebody doesn't want you guys to hear this. You know who that person may be? Satan. I think the devil is here trying to ruin my podcast. But guess what? Not today, Satan. So let's get back into this. All right. So as I was saying previously, if you're watching or listening to this on Facebook or uh, YouTube or wherever you can leave a comment, uh, say in there, challenge accepted, if you're going to follow through and, you know, read Obadiah, the book of Obadiah. Like I said, one chapter, not a big deal. Good stuff. So, like I said, I read Obadiah Monday, and yesterday I started reading Ezekiel. And I think I may spend a couple uh, Wednesdays talking about different things from Ezekiel, because uh, sort of, I don't know, spoke to me. Funny how reading scripture speaks to you, huh? Oh yeah, that's kind of the point of the scripture. To hear from God. Who doesn't want to hear from God? Everybody should. Now, you may be like me, and you might say, come on, Adam, Ezekiel being a lesser read book, isn't that the whole dry bones uh, coming alive uh, book? And I'd say, yeah, it is. Uh, and that I would say that's a greatest hit story, but mostly it's a greatest hit because it's from uh, from songs that we sing Uh Lauren Daigle, she kind of started that trend. Recently had Brandon Lake and Elevation do it. So it's gotten a little more play. But to me, the book of Ezekiel is still pretty underrated. Um, ever hear someone say, hey, I'd like to start reading the Bible. What book should I read? Very rarely would somebody say Ezekiel. You know, it's usually a gospel like John, Mark, Luke, Matthew, those kind of things. So before we get into the scripture... Of Ezekiel. I want to give you a little background of who Ezekiel is. Ezekiel was a priest, a prophet, and he ministered during the like 70 years of Judah's captivity to Babylon. Ezekiel used prophecies and parables and lessons to convey God's message to his people. Um, so let's get into the scripture. Now, this is a little different than I usually do on Wednesday's podcast. I usually give you a thought, an idea, something that came to me, a revelation, you might say, uh, something I had, and, uh, and, and then I referenced the scripture. But I, th I said, let's switch it up today. Let's see what we got. So we're going to read all of Ezekiel 2. Yeah, a whole chapter we're going to read. And it says this. He said to me, son of man, stand up on your feet and I will speak to you. As you spoke, the spirit came into me and raised me to my feet and I heard him speaking to me. He said, Son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. 
They and their ancestors have been in revolt against me to this very day. The people who I'm sending you are abstinent and stubborn. Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. And whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are rebellious people, they will know that a prophet has been among them. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them or their words. Do not be afraid, though briars and thorns are all around you and you live among scorpions. Do not be afraid of what they say or be terrified by them, though they are rebellious people. You must speak my words to them, whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are rebellious. But you, son of man, listen to what I say to you. Do not rebel like that rebellious people. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Then I looked and I saw a hand stretched out to me. In it was a scroll, which he unrolled before me. On both sides of it were written words of lament and mourning and woe. Okay, so reading this chapter, I kind of got two major points from God. Two points I think I needed to hear, and I think you need to hear. Uh, so say you're Ezekiel, right? Let's put you, put yourself in his shoes. You're minding your own business. You're out, and out of the blue, God taps you on the shoulder, gives you a verbal and a written command. And he's like, hey there, it's it's me, it's God. Kind of a big deal, people know me. Anywho, uh, I need you to do me a solid. I need you to go to this dangerous place full of uh, more dangerous people who, by the way, have been in revolt against me for years. Um, and they're still rebellion, rebelling to this very day. Uh, and uh, oof, they are rebellious people. That's all I can say. Go there and tell them I have some things for them to know. Like, you got to tell them something. And I would have been like, okay, uh, I'm supposed to, you want me, God, you want me, Ezekiel, to go to these people who are, who are, you said, they're, they're, they're bad and dangerous and rebellious. Clearly, you said they're rebellious. And to tell them, you, who they hate and that they revolt against, uh, have things for them to, to hear, right? And then I'd be like, well, what was it about the briars and thorns and living amongst scorpions? Is that literal or figurative, God? Because uh, I'm going to be honest, not a fan of spiders. Terrified by them, actually. And scorpions, um, right up there with spiders. They're related. They're creepy. I'm, I'm scared. And you said, don't be terrified. Why are you telling me not to be terrified if there's not terrifying things? Right? Uh, the whole ordeal would have been scary, overwhelming, but... I read this just at the beginning of scripture. It said this in verse two, as he spoke, the spirit came into me and raised me to my feet. And I heard him speaking to me. Uh, he had this spirit within him. He had the spirit with him. And this was before everybody had the ability to invite the spirit into our lives when we accept Christ because, well, Christ hadn't come yet. And at this point in history, the spirit um, was only in certain people at certain times. So the spirit was in Ezekiel and he was the man that God began to do this thing with. Uh, uh, got Ezekiel, maybe he was a little more courageous than the average person at the time. We know that he was a priest, so he had faith. So, so God sent him on this thing to do and the spirit was within him. And I think the main thing to get there is the spirit was within him because 
Listen to this. We've, we know that I'm afraid of spiders. I, I may have told the story in like one of my first podcasts. I don't know. But I went on a mission trip to Joplin, Missouri to help clean up a big uh, category five. It was a, five the biggest uh, tornado that can happen went through Joplin, tore it up, right? So I went to help. Now it had just rained the night before. So me and the crew went out there and we were moving wood and debris and separating and stuff, trying to help clean places up, right? And as I got there and I'm looking at all the debris that I'm supposed to be moving, there was spiders everywhere. Little spiders. Now, I'm not saying that they were the worst, thing, but I don't like spiders. I don't want to be around them. I don't want them around me. I'm, I'm scared, you know? So I was just kind of standing there frozen as people started working. And I'm just looking at like, I don't know what to do, God, you know? And I was, I was just, I don't know. And then my friend Andy came up to me and he goes, what's up? And I'm like, do you see the spiders everywhere? And he goes, yeah. Have you seen the black widows? They're here. And I'm like, why would you say that to me? He goes, I don't know. But so I'm just standing there not knowing what to do. And then I just prayed, praying, Lord, give me the strength. And somehow I stopped seeing spiders and I worked that whole week helping clean up debris without the fear even of spiders. So, and I think that that was the spirit working in me saying, we can do this. I got you. So even as the scripture paints a picture of what God wanted Ezekiel to do, it becomes clear to me that with the spirit and all that, God isn't going to ask us or command us to do anything that he also doesn't give us the ability to fulfill. So God didn't bring me to Joplin to help clean up if I wasn't able to do it because they were spiders. He gave me the ability to fulfill this thing and his spirit helped. Now we know that in today's world, we aren't necessarily getting tapped on the shoulder and God's not telling us to be a prophet, right? He isn't asking us to do these type of things today. I mean, we all have a job to share the gospel, tell people about it. Um, we have different commands to fulfill, but he also gives us the ability to do that too. Uh, like last week when I talked about evangelism, you know, I, he has given us the ability to evangelize. And the second point that I pulled out of this chapter is God calls us to do things that are not easy. And honestly, he calls us to do some very difficult things, difficult things like raise children in this I don't know, woke, do whatever makes you happy unless it's Christ-based society. That's a hard thing to do. I mean, this is just one example. There's a lot of hard things that we have to do. But just last year, I was in the midst of the hardest season in my life. Uh, Both my wife and I were on the verge of being like, God, we just can't do it. We're not able to get through this. But God never failed us. He never will fail us. And he gave us what we need to get through it and rest on his faith. And when I'm saying like raise kids, my kids aren't the easiest kids to parent. They both have some issues, right? But God put those kids, he gave us those kids and gave us the job of being mom and dad to them for a reason. He gave us the ability to fulfill his plan for them. We are part of God's plan. God is sovereign. He's giving us these jobs to do. He's sending us in different areas to do things. He he may send someone to Asia or to share the gospel and change a culture there. 
He may send you somewhere else. There's lots of things that we are to be doing that God, that may be super hard that we don't think we can handle, but guess what? God is there. He doesn't give us anything that is too hard that he doesn't give us the ability to fulfill. So I got these two points that I needed to hear from this one chapter in Ezekiel. Imagine what the whole book of Ezekiel is going to tell me. And then next year, when I go back and read this one more time, it may say something different to me than I need. That's the whole point of Scripture, so that's kind of what I want to do. I want you guys to follow me, go start reading some of the lesser-known books. Let's get into it, all right? So that's kind of what I have today, and... uh yeah, that's what I got. So I will see you next time. If you like this, you thought something was useful, please share it, like I say all the time. Tell people about the podcast. Subscribe, like I first started at the beginning. Um, and if you've missed some old podcasts, you know, I've been doing this for like four years now, so there's there's podcasts maybe you haven't heard. Go back and check it out. I'm on all the streaming outlets, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, um, what am I missing? Pandora, uh, Google Podcast. It's all over. You just put a little Google search, you'll find me. All right? So you have a good one, and I'll see you next Wednesday.